Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to We're Not Fucking Historians with me, Hazel Hayes. And me, Shane Todd. Have you heard how the lady on Apple Podcast says we're not a fucking historian? Does she not go for it? Oh my god. <laughs> she goes really hard on the F word. You can tell that like she's never like allowed to swear in her job. Yes. And then they've she's probably thought this is a our show's a prank. Yeah. And then they've gone, listen, Gillian, really go for it here. I don't know if she's called Gillian. No, I like I like to think Really she go is. for it. She really just yeah. we're it's not fucking historians. the like, British accent is like, yeah. there's something in an Irish accent it's like ah we're not fucking historians she's like we're not fucking historians <laughs> <laughs> and it's so harsh and aggressive every time you think like as soon as the record was done she just kept saying it yeah yeah I, I like that that happens I like that I it's not too. blanked out or whatever because we're, we're all adults we're all adults we here. can swear I, and I hope if you're listening Fuck. to this that you get to enjoy that at some point yeah. during the show you'll hear, you'll hear her eventually alright Shane Big topic today. Oh, whoa, hey, no messing about. There's no messing about. I, I'm a bit nervous about this one. Okay. I spent like five hours the day researching this. That's it's, four hours fifty more than I spent. <laughs> <laughs> it it felt like studying for the leaving cert again. I felt like being a student again. I had to cram so much information in. We're talking about Strongbow and Aoife. Okay. Do you know anything about these people? I know that during my stag, the Magaluf. Yeah. I did consume quite a lot of Strongbow. I was just glad that you went with Strongbow and not a girl called Aoife. <laughs> she was <laughs> my wife. Like, Where is this going? Um, Strongbow is a guy. Aoife was his wife. They're the original power couple. But it turns out when I tried to learn this story, it actually involves so many other fucking characters and quite just a sprawling amount of history. And... And some heavy shit. Right. In terms of the Brits. Mm-hmm. They've been at it again. Mm-hmm. They've been at it again, oh, no. Shane. Yeah. When are those guys going <laughs> to knock it in the head? I say knock in the head, that's what they did. That's literally what they were doing. <laughs> yeah. And then, and also, I've, I've realised we kind of did it to ourselves as well. Yeah. We'll set the scene. It's May 1st, 1169, which is maybe the most specific date we've had on the podcast and I'm going to go ahead and assume that's because of the Irish ability to hold a grudge yeah it's it's been nearly a, <laughs> yeah. a millennium now <laughs> a millennium's worth of rage which is what the voiceover artist did for the ad for the show millennium's worth of rage also another good name for a slightly rock punk band yeah no that that's our album that's the album oh millennium's Jillian, worth of rage Jillian's. Jillian a millennium's worth of rage <laughs> out now um, okay, so May 1st, 1169. 
This is when the first invasion happens. And it's all because of this guy called Dermot McMurrah. Oh, if there's ever a man who sounds like he caused an invasion. Fucking Dermot, Jesus Christ. He's the deposed king of Ireland, right? So basically, he, he was the king. Mm-hmm. One of them got kicked out, came back. So what happens is, Bano Bay, County Wexford, he lands with a group of mercenary soldiers. The plan is to reclaim his throne. Now, this is the start of what has become known as the 800 years of oppression. It's a lot of oppression, isn't it? It's actually 852 now, but who's going? I like it. it. So actually, just for anyone who doesn't know, the 800 years of oppression, when we say that, what we mean is basically like British rule in Ireland. This is when it started. And, And I'm saying that for anyone who doesn't know, especially like British kids who are not fucking taught this in school, which is crazy, but this is big stuff. It's not going to be, it's not going to be the happiest episode. We're beginning the 800 years of oppression. I'm just, I'm, I'm laying it out here. <laughs> the producer asked me ahead of time where the joke's going to be. I said, I don't know. We're beginning the 800 years of oppression. Let's look at the lighter side of 800 years of oppression. Let's do our very fucking best, Shane, okay? Dermot's not a good lad. We do mm. not stand. He once abducted the wife of one of his rivals, kept her for years, killed about 200 people who tried to stop him in County Kildare, He's, he's not He's not a cool guy. You don't go kidnapping people's wives. Yeah. It's just the crack. Like. I mean, potentially understatement of the millennium. <laughs> he's not a cool guy. <laughs> not a cool guy. So just a reminder, we've talked about this in an earlier episode, but at this time, Ireland was a divided country, right? You've got all what? these... Yeah, I know. Whoa. Still, I know it's still, but it was very divided. You've got all these different kings in the different provinces. They're all vying for the position of high king and there's constant battles to figure out you know, to decide who's going to be crowned Ireland's next top high king. <laughs> That's a reality show. <laughs> Tyra it started Banks it all. <laughs> <laughs> They're all there. So in 1166, Dermot lost one of these battles. They're all constantly battling it out. He lost one of the battles, was banished from Ireland by the then high king, Rory O'Connor. <laughs> I shit you not, I'm not making these names up. Literally a guy your dad plays five aside with. <laughs> Rory O'Connor. Rory O'Connor's come to pick me up. <laughs> And his Volvo. <laughs> I was going to say Fiesta. <laughs> We're so close. He has too big a head on him for a Fiesta. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So Dermot get kicks. He gets kicked out by Rory. He runs squealing to his mate Henry II, then King of England, who's at this point in France fighting his own war against King Louis. He's also slightly separate, but it will come up later in a dispute with the Archbishop of Canterbury, and he just doesn't have time for Dermot's whining. Right, yeah. he, he's not in the mood. Dermot's, oh, help me get Ireland back. <laughs> no, fuck off, Dermot, right? <laughs> so he then goes back to England and he asks a bunch of Norman kings back in England and they agree to go back with him to Ireland to help him get his throne back. He's promising them all land and all sorts and of And they're all called they Norman. They're all called Norman. Right. Very important. <laughs> so he promises 200,000 acres of land to all these Normans. Normans. <laughs> Norman 1, Norman 2. How do they distinguish? Who knows? Tall Norman. <laughs> Fat Norman. This is not that funny. P.S. Me and Shane are delirious. It is. No, it is. It is. For I thought separate about reasons, it. neither of us slept very much last night. No. So we're a little bit delirious today. Uh, okay, come on. We've a lot of facts. We've okay, a lot of facts. Okay. So the invasion is only 400 men, only 50 of whom were knights, and then just like a load of fucking ruffians they found on the streets. <laughs> And the second invasion was even smaller, so they went like in waves. And yet they still beat the opposition. 
So at this point, you've got Vikings in Ireland. So the Normans were fighting the Vikings, who weren't really Vikings anymore. They're basically just Irish. They've been there so long. More Irish than the Irish themselves. Probably had a horrible crossover accent too. Awful. Can you imagine that Scandi Wexford? No. So they beat the Vikings that are there. The invasions are working. The ways in which they won, by the way, are bordering on fucking ludicrous. One stroke of luck, I'm not even joking, saw a stampede of cows getting in the way of the Vikings. I mean, so Irish in war. Cows shouldn't be talked about in war anywhere else in the world. Yeah, but in in the midst of a battle. Yeah. Just some cows (laughs) got in the way of the Vikings, (laughs) who presumably just weren't able for it. (laughs) They didn't have the infrastructure. Got to wait till they all fall asleep, tip them over. (laughs) Is that a thing? I don't know. Have you ever gone cow shipping? Not recently. Don't go cow shipping. Go. <laughs> okay. Not go. So that happened. The Normans won that fight. Also, at another point, Dublin's defences were set on fire by a lightning strike. What are the chances? I, I was uh, one in, more chance to win the lottery, less chance to win the lottery. Back more then, win... you probably had more chance of getting hit by lightning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they probably did some sort of lottery, but not as uh, not as good. The prize probably weren't as good. It was probably like meat or cheese. Like the local bingo more so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, the invasions work. Dermot gets his throne back, but he's still under threat from Tiernan O'Rourke, the King of Breffney. Tiernan, that's an alright name, I'm alright with that one. For some, for some reason when you said Tiernan O'Rourke, the King of, I genuinely thought you were going to say gossip. And for some reason I was like, <laughs> I just saw him as like the original showbiz guy. Tiernan O'Rourke, the King of Gossip. Has he got quite a shiny suit on? Oh yeah, like the first guy with the shiny I'm going to have Shaw. him played by Martin Short. Oh, that, oh that'd be great. You know Thank I love you. Martin Short. I didn't know that. Yeah. Do I? Yeah. Well, now I do. I said in the WhatsApp group his dad's originally from County Armagh. Fact, not even my episode. Sorry. Facts, no. I love that. Sorry, let me pick Fucking that Fucking love up. Martin Short. Okay, so Tiernan O'Rourke, the king of gossip, played by <laughs> Martin Short. <laughs> Whew, he <laughs> He's not too happy about Dermot and so he's still under threat, right? He needs He needs more military backup to like strengthen his position. Enter Strongbow, who apparently was never actually called that, which really fucking ruins a lot of all of this because the whole thing is Strongbow and Aoife. He was never called Strongbow. But he told people who was. No, just while he was alive, never came up. <laughs> His real name is Richard de Clare. He was a knight and lord of, I don't know, some fucking castle in Wales. The nickname came about years later when someone incorrectly translated a manuscript. <laughs> Probably your friends, the monks. Yeah, yeah. But they're just on edge because everybody, everybody gets sacked. Again. Do you want to call him Richard or Strongbow? Dick? No, call him Strongbow. Okay. So Strongbow and King Henry were not mates. Yeah. It's important context. He had supported a rival of Henry's years earlier and Henry was still quite pissed about it. So Strongbow's in the bad books ever since. He's lost a title. He's lost his land. And this is all affecting him financially, right? So... When Dermot comes along saying, I need some military backup over here, he sees this as an opportunity. Strongbow agrees to help Dermot because he's been promised some land. And also, importantly, Dermot's daughter, Aoife's hand in marriage. Score. Lovely. If he marries Aoife, he then at some point will become heir to all of Dermot's shit, the throne included. So he's basically vying for the position of king, getting all the fucking land, getting the woman, sorted. I love you. Like all the shit, including the throne. Like surely the throne's like the best bit. He's like, listen, I've about loads of albums, like CDs. Well, presumably his record collections in the castle. Yeah. There's a few CDs. There's a few jackets, sir, and the throne. So Jam. work away. 
couple of banjos. Work away. <laughs> and Eve is there, but yeah. never mind her. So Henry's not happy. He places a ban on Strongbow leaving Wales to go to Ireland. He's still in France, but he tells the government back in England here, don't let Strongbow leave Wales. Right. No one fucking does anything about this, obviously. Strongbow <laughs> goes anyway, completely ignores him, goes to Ireland anyway. He leads the third invasion, which lands in Waterford in 1170 with 1,200 men. It's a lot of men. They've upped the game a little bit yeah. this time. Yeah. Within two months, he's captured the two largest cities. He's got Dublin, he's got Waterford, and he's married Aoife in Christchurch Cathedral in Waterford. He's having a good time. I feel like he's doing very well. He's killing it. Now, he, he is literally ki- ah. killing quite a, lot, quite a lot of us, actually. Right. It's difficult, isn't it? Because we're rooting for Strongbow here because he's sort of the underdog, he's sort of the protagonist, but he also is fully fucking up a lot of stuff for us for another sort of thousand years. Yeah, and you can sympathise with him as well because, like, you know, no disrespect to Wheels, but you can't tell someone they can never leave Wheels. What, right. what are they going to do? Fucking you tell them to leave Wheels? Like? Yeah. First thing you're going to do is leave Wales. Yeah, so physically there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I suppose <laughs> in that scenario, it is underplayed. I'm saying he's got a lot going on. I've a lot on. I'm he's a lot on. He's got yeah. the King of England fucking hates him. He's trying to take over all and he's just got married. I'd say that's fair. He's got yeah. that on. He's if a busy anything, boy. He's a busy boy. If anything, I think Dermot's the baddie here. Strongwell's kind of just doing what, he's, what he does. I mean, Dermot's the Irish guy who's gone and got the help of other dudes to invade his own country. Cock alert? Yeah. 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 Let's go ahead and say that and we're going to find out what happens after the break. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. People in history are either a cock or or like the to- or like aggress you know like totally aggressive there's no there's, <laughs> there's not no many normal fellas beating about in history i think there were a lot they just didn't get written about in history yeah do you know yeah because either why would you write about them the normans <laughs> yeah the so normans down to earth guys the normans were just the mid level yeah. neither a cock nor a prick <laughs> no just they were all right boring normans <laughs> boring normans <laughs> welcome back <laughs> So Strongbow's just got married to Aoife. The invasion's gone well. He's he's starting to take over the cities in Ireland. Aoife's an interesting character. There's a lot of speculation as to whether she was a victim or a filthy traitress. I don't think they said filthy traitress back then, but <laughs> the said. point is, she, she might have just been a pawn in all of this, but it actually seems like she was a very cunning woman. She, she was very well educated. She spoke several different languages and under Breton law at the time, a man and a woman both had to consent 
to the marriage for it to happen. So she would have had to agree to it. She wasn't just handed over. Mm. In fact, at the time, she was promised to another man. So that meant that she would have had to say no to that one and yes to this one, which gave Strongbow succession rights to the throne. So it seems like she was all for it. It seems like she sort of knew what she was doing. She even, when they were married, led troops into battle on his behalf. She was known as Aoife Rua, Red Aoife, because of all the blood, I'd imagine. Yeah, but I think as as well as like everything Strongbow had going for him, his surname was Declare, wasn't it? Yeah. Sounds like he might have been hot. I think he might have been. Strongbow? I know. Oh, I, I guarantee the guy she was going with before, lovely fella. Yeah. But not a looker. Like he, solid yeah. guy, like I think do anything for you. Don't quote me on this, but I think it was Tiernan's son. Tiernan King and Gossip? <laughs> I did not think he had kids. <laughs> he may have been an adopted son, we don't know. But I'm pretty sure she was she was like promised to his son. So that was going to be the alliance. And oh, and so now Tiernan's even more pissed off. I'm pretty sure that's what well, happened. Yeah, you would not have wanted her what Tiernan would be saying about her after that. No. Uh, in, all in, sorts. In in all the uh shebings. <laughs> Around Waterford with his gin? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> doesn't, yeah, bear, just, doesn't bear thinking about it. Yeah, I feel bad for that guy. Who, Tiernan? No, uh, the guy who she was prom- like, I know, the beforehand. son. He probably was an all right lad. Can you just tell me he turned out all right? Everything worked out okay Yeah, no, he's, oh, he's great, fine. Great, he's great, fine. Great. He's fine, don't worry. Um, still alive today, still kicking about. <laughs> Works in... Uh, shoebox? Bicycle Shoebox? He works in a shoebox. I think what I wanted to say was Footlocker. Oh, have we reached peak pensioner? Shoebox? What do you want for Christmas? Oh my God, it's another Mick Hucknall moment. It's another Maradona moment. Your, I can't keep doing it. Your this. Granny Hazel's going to get you a pair of Air Gordons in Shoebox. <laughs> I'll get you a pair of Nike Air Mix. Come on. I don't know if I'm laughing or crying anymore, genuinely. Okay. So, an answer to your question was Strongbow Hot? Great. Probably. Surname was Declare. She's now Aoife Declare. I'm going to go ahead and call them the original power couple. Mm-hmm. She's leading troops into battle for him. I mean, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. She's Lovely awesome. thing for your wife to do. Can, right. Could you take care of this for me just for, you know, she's like, yes, you know, no problem. Who wants to come home to a hot meal when you can have her leading your troops into battle? Yeah. That's hot. Yeah. I bet they had hot sex. Yeah. They definitely had some sex because they had three kids. Lovely segue, Hazel. Thank you. And she kind of trained them all into nobility. Like they they had a purpose. She had a purpose in mind for all of them. They're all married off into various nobility around Europe within within a few generations. She, she's like, uh, what, do you, um, what do you call the Kardashian mom? Yeah. What's she called? Chris? No, that's she, Chris Jenner. Oh, she, but she's like, she's like the Kardashian mom though. The Kardashian mom who like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what, famous type people? She was like, you know, one of those moms who sends the kid off to do pageants and shit. Yeah. Yeah, she yeah. was like that. So she knew what she was doing. Within a couple of generations, Strongbow and Aoife's descendants included much of the nobility of Europe. So we're talking Spain and France and all these different countries. Their, their kids and great-great-grandkids and all that. Their, in fact, great-great-great-grandson was Robert the Bruce. Who you know from Braveheart. There needs to be some sort of like klaxon okay. or thing because that's 10 out of 10 knowledge. I, I know. I'm pretty happy with that yeah. fact, right? That's a great fact. Yeah. Anyway, okay. So the point is, they're married. And at this point, Henry, Al Henry, is fuming. 
He seems to always, that seems to be a thing about him. He's just quite cranky. Yeah. But he told Strongbow not to go and instead he's gone, married the king's fucking daughter and is basically ruling Ireland now. Baller. <laughs> Absolute baller, <laughs> baller move. Kind of on Strongbow. <laughs> Stay in Wales, yeah, no, wor- no worries. <laughs> is he still in Wales? You're not going to believe this. <laughs> Wait, I tell you, it's tearing and wait, I tell you, gin in his hand. <laughs> I can't say too much about it. And then he tells you everything about it. <laughs> well, you didn't hear this from yeah. me, but he's only gone and married Jennifer. <laughs> so Henry now imposes trade and travel restrictions on Ireland. And he warns, and I can't say this anymore because you've made it funny. He warns every Norman warrior <laughs> who didn't come home... <laughs> by Easter that they're going to become outlaws and lose their lands which is a little bit like your match trying to get you in for dinner yeah <laughs> just like banging a window through the blinds yeah if you're not back by Easter are you sure it says warrior because I think the it's, Normans were warriors I think it's supposed Norman to say warrior <laughs> would fit up better yeah. when it would match up um, yeah so Henry's trying everything he can there's trade and travel restrictions. He's telling the lads to come back immediately or r- risk losing everything. You'd be grounded. Be grounded. This doesn't work. He's at a loss, okay? But Henry is not the only one who's threatened by the marriage. Rory O'Connor, who we know from earlier, the then yep. High King of Ireland, he is so angry, he kills Dermot's only son. Oh, for God's sake. Which is kind of a stupid fucking move because that makes Aoife the heir. Ah, uh, yeah. And then here's a here's a slightly suspicious thing. Dermot dies shortly after this. Strongbow asserts his right to the Kingdom of Leinster. So he's now basically King of Leinster. And then Rory marches on Dublin as a result and lays siege. After two months of this, Strongbow is fucked. He doesn't know what to do, right? So he goes with his tail between his legs back to Henry. And he promises allegiance if Henry will come and help him out. That must have been a tough day. That must have been a tough day. It's like having an argument with a neighbour for years and years and then you need to borrow his leaf blower. Yeah, it's exactly. He's always warning you about the leaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I don't care. And then you all of a sudden. Your car won't. Sorry, man. Fucking leaves in the engine is what I was going to say. Yeah. That's how cars get broken. Okay. So Henry agrees because this is now beneficial to Henry. No car's ever been broken by leaves in the engine. No, ever, never. (laughs) Henry gets his own army together. He goes over to conquer Ireland himself. Ooh. Doing some dirty work, not like him. I'm going to go over there and just do it myself. Mm -hmm. And this serves two purposes. This is slightly complicated, but bear with me. He happens to be on the run at the time from the Pope. Now... (laughs) I like to imagine the fuck's a pope going to do? I imagine the pope himself literally is just coming at him with like his little red shoes in his little shoes in his little car with the bubble bubble? in his little bubble (laughs) because what's happened is Henry was in that fight with the Archbishop of Canterbury we mentioned earlier he's had him killed Henry killed the Archbishop of Canterbury? Not personally but he sent some men to kill the Archbishop And I definitely could explain that, but I'm not going to because we don't have time. The point is, the Archbishop (laughs) is dead. The Pope is not pleased. Yeah. So there's now a fucking price on Henry's head. So he's going to go to Ireland to A, invade, but also he's on the fucking lamb. 
can I just say, like, in my head, and it's not relevant and probably not historically accurate, but in my head, when the Pope's chasing you, because yeah. he's raging that you've killed his mate, the yeah. Archbishop of Canterbury, I picture him running with the, you know, the Benny Hill theme music. Yeah, nice. All over France. I yeah. love it. So, in 1171, he goes from France to Ireland with 4,000 men this time. Yeah. And all the Normans. <laughs> Who had landed there? They just surrender. Of course, they, they, just, do. they just surrender. <laughs> Norman warriors, they all surrender. <laughs> he lets Strongbow keep his lands in Leinster. He takes Waterford, Wexford, Wicklow, Limerick, Cork, all, all the other major cities. He takes them all for himself. He divvies them out to his own lads, and this is the beginning of the end for Ireland. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I told I've you just it come from there this morning and it's still going. Ah, they're all right. Like yeah. they're all right. Right. But this is where it all this is where it all starts. And it's an Irishman's fault, really. Dermot. Yeah, it's Dermot's fault. It's been a little prick. Dermot should have just accepted you're the king, all of a sudden you're yeah. not the king. That's the way the world works. It's how the cookie crumbles. Yeah, like uh, like who? Like Brittany. You know, all of a sudden, you know you've got all these hits, all of a sudden you're like the number one star, and then all of a sudden Right. The tide turns. Hashtag free Britney. Um she is free now. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, Unlike I'm, I'm Ireland. Pulling, pulling that back. Unlike <laughs> Ireland, <laughs> Britney is free. <laughs> Invade me, baby, one more time. <laughs> Oops, the Brits did it again. Okay. <laughs> okay, we're back. <laughs> we're back. English, aka Britney's dad. <laughs> the point is, Henry wasn't going to fucking invade us. There were no plans. This all got started because all of this infighting and we couldn't just fix things among ourselves. It's like, it's like you're fighting with your brother and it's fine, you're dealing with it. And then he goes, ma'am, and gets her involved. It's like, you don't need to, you don't need to involve it's, her. It's, it's like you have an argument with your brother it's over the remote and he goes to the local maximum security prison and gets a full murderer to come over to the house. It's, it's more like that. It is more like that, yeah. <laughs> Maximum security prison. He goes down to Kilmainham and yeah. fucking lets loose some absolute nutter to come fucking unleash hell on you. Eight-year-old sitting on the sofa. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Fucked. So, this is it. Henry brings about reforms in the Catholic Church. He brings them into line with the Catholic Church in Rome, which includes them paying Rome money. Mm-hmm. Bit of that. So, the Pope lets him off. That's enough. That's fine. He sorted that out. And before this, Ireland was a slave state. Boo. Dublin was one of the largest slave markets in Europe. I didn't know that. Not cool, Ireland. No. Not cool? No. So Henry changes it so that... This is... He's a fucking tricksy one. Henry changes it so that slaves are all released and they become serfs. Which sounds nice. Serfs up. Serfs up. Sounds lovely, but actually... Slaves have to be taken care of. Like when you have a slave, you have to feed them and put a roof over their head and look after them to a degree. And serfs are expected to fend for themselves. They also have to farm the land and give most of their produce to their lord. So slavery, mm. basically. And that's that's we're going to learn at some point down the line when we tackle the famine. That's Mutton how that came Mutton dressed about. as lamb. Mutton dressed as fucking lamb was Henry. Exactly. Exactly. That's what Tiernan said about him. G&T. <laughs> Mondress fucking lamb. That's what what Darren said about him. So the Catholic Church in Ireland, now under Henry's control, announced that the Norman invasion has been Ireland's punishment 
for a big filthy for being a big filthy bunch of slavers. Oh, fuck off. They say, oh, you were all slavers and that's why you got invaded. Bollocks. And then, I mean, you know, when asked to respond to the accusations that serfdom was basically slavery, the church declined to comment on that one. So um, we, we don't have the church's take on that. So now Henry's in Ireland, giving all his land to his English mates. Strongbow keeps his land until he dies in 70, 1776. The 70s, God. He died in the 70s. He was looking well, <laughs> looking well. Pair of bell bottoms. Aoife negotiated with Henry to hold her dower and lordship rights. So she basically sort of keeps all her stuff until the day she dies too. And her daughter, Isabel, remains under Henry's protection and is married to the dude that Henry gave Strongbow's land to. So effectively, Strongbow gave... <laughs> Effectively, Henry gave Strongbow's land to some guy, but then Aoife's daughter married him, so she basically gets all her parents' stuff back. Loophole. Slight loophole, yeah. Like that. And uh, this this is how it all kind of begins. This is this is now British rule in Ireland. We've got them set up in Dublin and they start to expand. And that definitely repeats itself of like, someone's annoyed about something that happens, so they go away to get someone and then that brings more trouble because that happens in nine out of the ten yeah. episodes we, we do. We keep seeing that again and again No, and again. No one can just take it on the chin. No. That's our problem. You need to do... Okay. I, I, I accept this is shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll just go into the background here. No one does that. No. They all go and tell. Go running. Getting, That's a problem. Getting help from the fucking Brits. Yeah. What are you doing? I know. I, small anecdote. I played Strongbow in a play in school. Oh yeah? Yeah. I had a red cape and a little brooch. Um, what was the play? I just, it was like it was like an in, were you guys doing like in, independent plays? It wasn't like a well known play because we did like Greece, right? No, it was and you like were playing in, Strongbow in, in a, history class. We put on a little play of Strongbow and Aoife. No, I'm not saying we no. sold fucking tickets to this thing. Shane. Did the school officially put on a play, or <laughs> did you ask the teacher if you could? Do a one woman it's look, it's difficult, spectacular. Difficult say, difficult say. Yeah. it was like flea bag. But but Strongbow. Yeah. I played Dermot, I played Aoife, I played Tiernan, Henry, yeah. all the Normans. Now, all the other kids had gone for lunch at this point, but <laughs> you did that. Yes, I did. And that was a good day. Yeah, I had a great day. I um, was never in a school play. Ever? I wanted to play Oliver once, but the teacher put her son in it. He got the title role. <gasps> I fucking used to hate when the teachers did that. They did that with a girl in my class as well. Well, you know what we should have done? Re- we should have gone to a Brits. different school. Oh, oh, oh yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. It's a bit extra. <laughs> Bring over. We should have gone and got Queen Lizzie <laughs> to come over and tell them what's what. That's what we should. She have comes done. over. She's like, "You can keep your part in the play, but every other part's going to be played by my mates, and then we kind of own the school." Yeah, that's that's how it goes. See, as I said, this that that's sort of us dipping our toe into the the, the big stuff. But that's what that's mad stuff. that that's what started. I know. And obviously there was stuff before that like you can keep going back and back and back further and further and further. There's always going to be. I mean, at, at this point, like Paddy's already brought Christianity. and. But that's, I wonder if that hadn't happened, was it inevitable that the British would rule Ireland for so long? Well, they sort of went and ruled everybody else. So it stands to reason. But the thing of it was they weren't that interested in Ireland. We were just a sort of small island next door. Like when you think about the sprawling British Empire, I just don't know that we were that interesting. But then did we, could it be argued that we got some cool stuff out of it? Like, are we a wee bit yeah. like, are we a wee bit like Tenerife? In that, you know, we, part of Spain, Canary Islands, um, and before pre-tourism, mm-hmm. 
Tenerife was probably like your quintessential Spanish little island. Yeah. You know, it's a little slow pace of life, but that's the way the locals like it. Yeah. You know, good weather. You know, it, it, they've got their they've got their ways. Why? Where are you going? And then all of a sudden, yeah, the Brits arrive. They go, we're putting a Red Lion pub here. We're putting a spar here. All that sort of thing. Are there some people in Tenerife, some locals going, nah. The economy's done well out of saying, it. Saying, uh, what's Spanish for good? Bueno. Bu- saying bueno. <laughs> and maybe there's some saying, no bueno. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I don't think no bueno means no good. No bueno. Uh, yeah, it does. I don't. I think recently someone told me that that's actually quite embarrassing because it, it's not no the bueno. literal translation. It's okay, look, the point is, yeah, I mean, I guess we're a bit like Tenerife. Yeah. Of course there's benefits too. I mean, you can't stand here and be like, I, I can't guarantee it would have been better if this hadn't happened. We, we probably wouldn't have had like ASOS wouldn't be delivering here or anything like that. They probably wouldn't be delivering. Yeah. But we also wouldn't have Weatherspoons taking over every good fucking pub. So oh, yeah. I, I don't know. It's difficult. We got we got the English language out of it, which has which has good and bad bits. I mean, the Irish language is dead, and that's really so. It's not dead, but it's very much dying, and that's really really sad. And a yeah. lot of the culture and traditions are dying. But you know, we can communicate with the rest of the world in terms of business and yeah. Academia. I, I mean, I'm not saying that it's good that all this happened. Yeah. Like, obviously, so, like silver line. Are we saying silver lining? I'm just saying, isn't it mad to think of what it would have been like if yeah. if, if it hadn't have happened? Well, I think we'd still be speaking Gaelic for a start. But do you? But do you think it like a like this with uh, the Pope getting annoyed and Henry coming? Do you think that might have just happened like a year after this? If it wasn't no. for oh, I really think Henry was pretty dead set against having to imagine having to imagine being like, I'm tired. I don't really want to go invade Ireland. Today. Yeah, he'd a lot on. Yeah, he was already fighting France. I don't think he really needed to go lead an invasion into Ireland. But we've almost done it. Or it's like, okay. Blame the Brits for a lot of stuff, but blame Dermot? Yeah. He's quite responsible, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. But that's so us. It's embarrassing. That it's like our own guy who went over there. It's, it's like that time, do you remember they scored the own goal and that, I can't remember. Terry Henry's handball? The fucking handball. Don't don't talk to me about the handball. No, there was another one where we scored an own goal, but it's feel, it feels like an own goal in a really important final is what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, that's on us. Yeah. Can't Dermot. blame them. Dermot. Terry Henry's handball is the embodiment of yes. Dermot. Yeah. yeah. It's a wee bit like Tenerife. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I think we'll wrap up this episode. <laughs> I think one person in the comments will go, Shane actually had a great point about Tenerife that he delivered terribly. I hope to read that comment. <laughs> It'll be from me. <laughs> It'll be from one of your other accounts. But there was, there was some 10 out of 10 facts in there. Thank you. I really tried my best. I, I hope that I've done our history proud in this episode. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys, what I said about Tenerife thing. It, uh, <laughs> I think I had a point in my head. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. I like it. I, I was like, like, what would Tenerife be like I, I if see. it wasn't for the Brits? Stop saying Tenerife. That's We're Not Fucking Historians with me, Hazel Hayes. And me. <laughs> Shane Todd. Please rate and review. If you liked it, leave a little like. If you didn't, maybe say nothing. Yep. Tell your friends, wherever you live in the world, if you live in Ireland, if you live in the States, if you do live in Tenerife. Fucking hell. <laughs> sure, do No that. bueno? No bueno. No bueno. No bueno. And uh, yeah, you can find us on socials, Shane Todd Comedy, Shane Todd, I'm the Hazel Hayes. And that's it for this week. We'll see you next Tuesday. And remember, until then... We're not fucking historians. We're Not Fucking Historians is a stack production.
and part of the Acast Creator Network. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.